Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I got plenty of college basketball on the televisions right now. Jimmy V Classic. We got coming up next. We got Villanova and Kansas State in overtime. But let's talk some gopher basketball right now here on the show with a guy that covers the gophers. Go for athletics in general, football, basketball, you name it. His name is Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press, and he joins us now here, courtesy of the John Schuster Call Banker Hotline. First off, Andy, happy holidays to you and yours. Yeah, same to you, Lake. How you been? I've uh, been good. It's been busy. You know, the transfer portal uh, makes my life a, a lot busier, and, and Minnesota United's been busy with their GM and, and head coach and and that's uh, on top of a, of a basketball team that's in the middle of its season. So yeah, it's, it's a busy time for me right now. Yeah, really busy. And let's start with the Gopher basketball team, men's team, because uh, i got a couple of different things I want to ask you tonight. Um, yeah. they, they fall in their first game of the, uh, the conference schedule against Ohio State on the road, 84-74. Um, one thing that I've stated the last couple of weeks when I've been on other people's shows and they've asked me about Gopher basketball and – from just from what I've seen up close and personal from the game that I went and watched a couple weeks ago. When I look at the Golden Gophers, we all know that in college basketball, you need strong guard play. Uh, in my opinion, um, and I love Benedetto, but they don't have that. They, they've got some good post players. Dawson Garcia's been solid. Uh, Pharrell Payne's got a, a ton of talent. But I, I just don't know about the rest of the squad and specifically the guards. What, what do you make from what you've seen um, coming out of that 84-74 game against Ohio State. Yeah, um, you know, I think it was the turnovers that, that bit him again. And I think, to your point about guard play, obviously they have the ball in their hand most often, and uh, it's, it hasn't been consistent enough. Obviously, Elijah Hawkins is their transfer point guard from, from Howard, and he helped take them to the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, he can he can fill up this, the assist column, and he can also fill up the turnover column. And I think you see that in his numbers this year. I think he's averaging somewhere around five assists and, and three turnovers, and that assist-to-turnover ratio isn't nearly good enough. You know, he can he can push the pace and, and create and transition, uh, but he can also get too uh, too aggressive and outside himself and turn the ball over. And I think that's what you saw uh, at times, not only him, but the other guard playing the team overall of nine – first half turnovers at Ohio State, and that's what put them in a, in a big hole and, and something that they couldn't get out of. You know, Andy, one of the things that I'm disappointed about with Gopher basketball is the lack of development from uh, Braden Carrington. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get yeah. it. I don't understand. Like, like this is a guy 
uh, coming out of Park Center. His pedigree was won a state title, was a shooter, has a nice, strong build. He's not a short guy. He's a tall guy. Why is he ineffective right now? Yeah, that's that's a good question. And, you know, we talked to Ben about him today, and it sounds like uh, he's been dealing with a wrist injury. So I don't think that's why – I think that's why he's not shooting it very well or shooting it as much uh, so far this year. I think defensively he's been, you know, pretty good. There was a New Orleans player that was, I think, top five in the nation in scoring, and, and Brain did a nice job, you know, shutting him down primarily uh, defensively. So I think, you know, there's a little bit of an injury that he's been dealing with. Um, but I think defensively he's been there. I think offensively they, he's been kind of an afterthought when you look at, at how they how they run things offensively. So I think the goal is to kind of to get him going and, and to see that that jump because they did put a lot and invest a lot in him last year with all the playing time they gave not only him but Pharrell Payne and Joshua Joseph. Well, let me let me ask you about just you know from what you saw on Sunday. How would you evaluate that that game? Do you see any maybe steps moving forward from the team? Were there any positives to take out of that performance out of that performance on Sunday? Um, you know the way that they continue to fight and get back in the game. You know, I think it was it was more frustrating to see the turnovers continually plague this team. Obviously, you know when you look at what happened a week ago on Sunday at San Francisco, um, and they had just I think a season high eighteen turnovers, and they talked about being too casual and careless with the ball. And I think the frustrating part is that's what you saw again in the first half at Ohio state. So that's my biggest takeaway is just the continual frustration uh, with turning the ball over like the half. But I think you, you saw them continually fight and, and try to get back in the game. Obviously Dawson Garcia you know, has a career high, I think 36 points. He's really their go-to guy, but they need other guys around and they need Pharrell Payne to continually step up. They need Mike Mitchell and Cam Kersey to to hit more threes and, like we talked about, they need Elijah Hawkins to take care of the ball better. How weird was it to see Jameson battle in, in Ohio State Buckeyes uniform? Yeah, it was it was strange <laughs> to see him like that. He's he's such a he's, when he was in Minnesota, he was such a mild mannered kid. So then to see him talk trash on the on the first possession when he hits a three, and then later in the game he stares down the Gopher bench and holds up three fingers. I think that was very startling. I, I think you know Gopher fans. Really took exception to that, and, and I think we're trying are going to try to remember that when they come back here to uh, to the barn in, in February, uh, just because you know they look at it and they're like, dude, you left us. We didn't do anything uh, against you. We didn't, you know, kind of you know push you out the door or anything. He's the one that said he wanted to to go play abroad, and then other teams saw that and started offering him nil money, and that's why he landed at Ohio State, and also an opportunity he feels to to win with a, with a team that usually goes to the tournament. So I think that was the oddest part is just seeing, you know, the fire and kind of the trash talking and, and show, showboating that he did in that game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know, since we last chatted, and we're talking to Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show, uh, the Gophers found out that they're going to the uh, the Quick Lane Bowl, right? That's the name of it. That is, yep. All right, so 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 going back there, I should say, cause they've been like three years in like the last five or six years or whatever. So, but what what does the quarterback situation look like? I, I know that they've added this this FCS kid uh, in the transfer portal, but in terms of for the bowl game specifically, be, because uh, Athon has moved on. What does that situation look like? Yeah, so obviously, you know, their season ends, or their regular season ends against uh, Wisconsin, and, and I think two days later, their starting quarterback, Ethan Kelly McManus, decides to enter the transfer portal, and I think that came as a surprise uh, to a lot of people. And then their third-string quarterback, Drew Vioto, that same day entered the transfer portal, and their backup quarterback, Cole Kramer from Eden Prairie, uh, participated in senior day and was was looking to to leave the program and and maybe go somewhere else to play. Uh, so at one point, you know they were down to a they were down to a, a walk on uh, freshman Max Schickenjanski, uh, the the son of Jim Schickenjanski. Yeah, and, I haven't seen uh, Jim in a while. Was, yeah, there was a point where he was going to be the starting quarterback in the bowl game. It sounds like, but Cole Kramer's coming back and and the backup is probably going to lead them. Uh, going forward, but yeah, to your to your point, they added Max Brosmer uh, from the University of uh, New Hampshire, who led FCS in, in passing yards, and you know, kind of just looked at as kind of a four-star type transfer, uh, a guy that they got a commitment from on Sunday. Uh, so they got the quarterback for next year, uh, but the bowl game is going to be a patchwork. Are you surprised at the number of quality quarterbacks that are in the portal? Like what we're seeing, yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, some of the names that I saw on ESPN yesterday, I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, obviously Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma and and Kyle McCord at Ohio State were the two headliners that entered the portal on the the first official day uh, yesterday. And you kind of look at that and you're like, if you're leaving Oklahoma and you're leaving Ohio State, you know, what does that say about just the overall landscape? But it's not only quarterbacks; it's it's over a thousand players entered the portal. Uh, yesterday on the first official day outside of graduate transfers like Max Brosmer, who the Gophers got. And it's just a, it's just an abundance, right? And the, the math doesn't add up. There's going to be more players that don't have a place to go than do. Um, so it's, it's kind of like you look at it and you're like, well, maybe the grass is greener on the other side. And sometimes you come out of it and you're like, there's no grass at all. There's just sand. I'm stuck here. <laughs> and you're kind of, you're kind of stuck there. So it's, 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 it's a wild landscape, and, you know, you think after the first year where the similar thing happened last year that it would probably calm down, uh, but if anything, it's wilder. I just think that I just think that P.J. has to crush the transfer portal. I think he's got to do a decent job, man, because I think that he has to do everything within his power to get that momentum back because right now he doesn't have it. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, two things. Number one, uh, it's wild because usually I would just report on players that were leaving, uh, but now I'm reporting on players that are staying, right? Obviously, Darius Taylor, you know, their star running back who, you know, was the Big Ten leading rusher coming out of September. There's a lot of rumors circulating about, you know, why he wasn't playing at the end of the year. 
he was just going to leave like Bucky Irving did and, and take an NIL payday somewhere else. And here we go again. And, and PJ Fleck saying, you know, hey, they're a AAA ball club, and this is going to be the latest example of that. Uh, but Darius Taylor decided to stay, and, and Daniel Jackson decided to stay, and Justin Wally decided to stay. So there's, it's not only, you know, having defections, it's also retaining those guys. And I think, you know, you look at the, at the roster and, and the, the amount of players that played last year, and there are very few seniors. Obviously, there's some top-end guys like Tyler Newbin and Brevin Span Ford that are, that are moving on. But there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, players, a lot of quality players, a lot of developing players on this roster. And they haven't had a whole lot of defections, Henry. They've only had, you know, seven defections. And you look at some of the other teams uh, around the conference, and they've had, you know, twice that or even more. And some of these defections, you look at it and you're like, well, that's not going to hurt that bad. So it's also clearing space to bring in other guys. So I agree with you that they need, you know, especially a, a running back and wide receiver and cornerback. Uh, those are probably the top three spots that they need to add. But it's also just, you know, kind of retaining and, and not having so many losses as well. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. All right, final thing, and then we'll let you go, Andy. I just want your honest assessment or thought on uh... – Sunday morning, when Florida State yeah. is left out of the college football playoff, just what was your reaction to that, man? Because I just, I, I, my heart is broken for those kids. I, look, I know that life's going to go on; they're going to be just fine and all that. But I, I just think that that sets a bad precedent for you, uh, for uh, for college football. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sad because it's it's it comes down to why do we play the games then? You yep. know, if you're just going to give the SEC a, you know, a, a guaranteed automatic bid, which is exactly which is essentially what happened. Like, why do we play these games? Why, did, why does everybody matter outside of the quarterback? Obviously, Jordan Travis was a phenomenal player, but they still won the ACC without him. They still beat a ranked, uh, you know, Louisville team. They beat a Duke team that was ranked. They beat an LSU team in the season opener and really took it to them in that game. So That's going to have the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, it's just unfortunate to see the fact that, that the games don't matter, right? I mean, I understand that the, the argument would be, well, if you put Alabama and Florida State on the same field, what's the spread going to be? It's probably going to be Alabama by a touchdown or more. But that's not the point. The point is, is, is are you an undefeated team? Have you done the business all season long to take care of it, right? And Alabama, you know, lost to Texas and had barely got out of the Iron Bowl against Auburn and, and didn't look very good at other times. But to penalize the team because they lost their quarterback, just kind of, you know, it's, it's just it's just sad and unfortunate, and, and the circumstances change and the criteria change underneath the Seminoles' feet. Yeah, I'm totally with you, man. Hey, Andy, always a pleasure to have you on the show, my man. I will, I'll talk to you soon, and uh, happy holidays, man. Yeah, same to you. Take care, man. All right, take care. That's Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press joining us here on The Lake Show. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 